0: the Chartographers.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Oh, everybody, you're listening to the Chartographers, music loving podcast, music loving people, fucking happy hour mini sub motherfucker. And most importantly, though, uh, <laughs> we have various animal sounds going on here. It's a zoo of an opinion podcast. It's great. <laughs> <mumbles> All right, so. And Please if you haven't
0: turned it off already, <laughs> I'm so proud of you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, listen, it's me, Evan Sade. It's co creator Taryn O'Reilly. It's a very special guest, film enthusiast, film actor, Dave Coop. You might recognize the back of his head from no longer the background enthusiast. of uh, Man of Steel. Most importantly, though, like, uh, I let film enthusiasts lapse. I oh, yeah. Film enthusiasts no longer exists But Whiskey Delta Film still does. certainly does. Their, their series Post is available on YouTube. Yeah. Most importantly, though, guys, we've been talking about Guster, uh, your favorite band, because you're listening to Happier. Minnesota Guster, so they're definitely your favorite band. We get it. We know. Uh, and the thing is, we have a lot to talk about. Again, that's Happy Air Minnesota. is kind of whatever we want to talk about, but let's talk about the thing we talk about at the start of every fucking Happy Hour Minnesota. Guys, most importantly, Dave. I'm just curious. what so yeah, is your pick for the worst Guster song? Oh my god, the worst Guster song?
0: Look <laughs> get this list. There is
1: Nominees, yeah. To oh, put it, gosh. ever. I'm gonna go with dissolve. I'm gonna go with dissolve. It is feels like does feel like a mental suicide, quite frankly. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a good one. That's, that's, that's a great <laughs> one. Yeah, that's really yeah, that's the, perfect. The
0: the prize is up there for me. Yeah. Um. Honestly, do the verses alone, simple machine. <laughs> oh that's another, man. That's another. I mean, evermotion in general. It's yeah. the sort of thing where like. You've been doing this for, like, 25 years at this point, so I can tell you don't give a shit what your vocal takes sound like. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm um, like, Jesus, dude. You like, know, okay, I'm not, I'm not going
1: to nominate the song, but I'm just going to nominate the Miss Oklahoma Lions off of Ramona. I'm just going to do that. That's what I'm going to do, personally. But not the whole song. Not the whole song. I love the melody. Just, uh-huh. just that fucking line. Just that yeah. line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fair. Coop, fair. what do you got? Happy Frappy.
0: Really? <laughs> yes! I mean, the fact that
2: they have a, a fucking Starbucks song is fucking stupid. Yeah. Is it Starbucks? No, I'm this kidding. I'm being pithy. Yeah. Oh, did
0: we forget to... Oh, they're here for done? me on my yeah. fucking joke. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> the Guster police! The
1: Uh, uh Coop, now, Coop and Taryn have both had experiences seeing Guster live. Yeah. You haven't, ever? I have not. I have oh, not seen them live. Again, I felt like I've kind of, I, I could have seen them live and been like, oh, they songs, but like not to the same level that uh, you guys have. Yeah. Uh, Taryn has seen them four times as Mentioned Coop, you saw them once. Tell us about that. Walk us through. Oh 2012. my gosh! Twenty twelve. Yeah, I believe it was twenty twelve. Yeah, it had to have been.
2: Um, I saw them uh, live at the uh, the Vic Theater off Belmont. Um, in Chicago. In Chicago, yes. And it, it was the weirdest fucking experience ever until Guster, like performed. It was their all acoustic show, yeah, which mm-hmm. mean they had two uh, cellists. Yes. And yeah, uh, who played with them, which was, which was incredible. The weirdest thing though is that it was half Guster, half a comedy show emceed by Jeff Garland. Oh, yeah. What? Oh,
0: I blocked that out of my memory.
2: And so... That was real. Yeah, that that was real. That happened. And so it was Jeff Garland who had like a tenuous relationship with a them because he Your enthusiasm babe yes, yeah he cuz he used them in a, a movie he directed a, a tra- I want someone to eat cheese with I don't fucking yeah. know yeah oh is that yeah maybe um mm-hmm. and so he used a song from them so like they so they had a weird pairing and all I remember was everyone in the audience Had just come from the Cubs game, which just let out. So a bunch of fucking shit-faced Guster-loving Cubs fans who were there. And (laughs) Jeff Garland is charming enough that he's a Cubs fan, and that his stuff worked. But everyone was there waiting for Guster, and then Jeff Garland's protege came out, and I've never seen an audience turn on someone as hard as that. (laughs) And then the second Guster came out. It was always forgiven. It was the most beautiful night ever. But man, they booed him off stage to the point that this young comedian was like, Fuck you. Fuck you. You're fucking all pieces of shit. It was insane. Oh I remember God. being like, because I was there stone gold sober and being like, I like Guster. And I was just like, I've never you seen you were Esther. like, what the fuck Literally, is happening I was again? there by myself. Uh, I was just there for just, I'm excited to see my favorite band live. And... I, it was insane. But then, like, the guster came out. All their songs are beautiful. They played all my favorite songs. And I was so happy.
0: But, but man, what a weird lead-in, though. That's yeah. amazing. No, absolutely. Yeah. So I probably saw them, like, the night before you in Milwaukee on that same tour. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I absolutely remember the cellists. I remember Jeff Garland and his protege. And, you know, I think we, we as an audience, were... Um, adequately receptive to the comedy but again it was not why anyone was there well the Brewers game didn't just let out of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no we did no one was booed off stage um oh, but I, I you offense. know I remember them like they came out into the audience and played a couple songs oh, well, um nice. you know because they've always been very acoustic driven yeah and so they were just sort of like going back to their roots with this tour and yeah no it was it was really great yeah. um As I mentioned earlier in the main cast, I saw them twice on while they were promoting "Keep It Together." Cool. Um, So, but you know, it's interesting. Even by "Keep It Together" era, they were not playing anything off of "Parachute." They knew it was it was Goldfly, "Lost and Gone Forever," "Keep It Together" exclusively. Yeah, interesting. Um, I you know I think I maybe have seen them do Rocket. No, rocket ships off of Goldfly. Yeah. No, yeah, I I literally, I don't think you I've would, seen well, them probably do... probably for
1: Parachute. I, mean, I, I yes. it's the no, only one that's... I, have,
0: I think I've seen them do Parachute Live, like, once. Yeah. But they, they really, just they just, I. you know, and fair. Because, I mean, They're we've fair. all heard it. Yeah, it's exactly. not It's not on the same level as the rest of their work, and so, and they know that. You know, uh,
2: and they don't have to. Like,
0: yeah. it's, no one's asking for it. Too, exactly. Which is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But... Coop had some talking
1: points, I believe. I he did. Worked. Oh yeah, he yeah. had exactly. some stories to yeah. talk.
2: Yeah. yeah, stories I will not be reciting verbatim from my list. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, just G- Guster was something that was like I think felt like thrust upon me. I I had I remember thruster. I vividly yeah Thruster. I just I vividly <laughs> oh, remember being at in a basement cast party. Cast party. Where Will Nichols, uh, this great dude I went to high school with, and a dude who's also, I believe, a musician now, and, and has, I mean, he's been a musician forever, he also has acted in some really shitty post-high school, college... Films about demons. A lot of demon movies I make. Uh, but he's a really sweet guy. Um, is he a demon? Can you not hurt him? No, he played a demon, I think, <laughs> in one of my movies. I don't really remember very well. But he, he, um, yeah, all right, and he, uh, yeah, I remember him putting on Two Points for Honesty, and me, and it just clicked. clicking, yeah. And again, this is from a guy who who just exclusively listened to like Danny Elfman's Mission Impossible soundtrack just on loops. And was just like it. Something spoke to me. You know yeah. what I mean? At that age, especially, you're like, oh my god! Like I have emotions that are you know not quite satiated by the Mission Impossible oh, I think, <laughs> somehow. Um, well, I
1: feel like you, it, know? you know. Not to dive too much into the personal life, our guess. Though I feel like for you, music has been kind of a different experience, though, because I've known you for most of my life as a film guy like that's the thing like we it's see movies effective. together we you know do things together like yeah. we see, you know around films or see films or make films but the biggest thing is I also feel like like music was not something necessarily was in your world view so when I found out you were the world's biggest Guster fan Exeteran uh, yeah, like, ex- yeah I was kind of surprised at them. but also like this last year especially you've seen like so many fucking indie concerts yeah. like crazy like it's been this notable shift towards like oh concerts and like seeing them live is like a thing for you which yeah. I thought was just so fascinating well I mean yeah, I actually I think the, like the
2: seeing concerts has always been something that's been like spurred on like through like relationships. Uh-huh. I, I've never been of a huge concert fan. I think you know I've I've had girlfriends who've taken me to uh, see Devendra Banhart and <laughs> <fuck you. laughs> and oh my. and uh, oh my god! What's what's the what's the guy who is in Life Is Illuminated? What's his band? Oh oh god! You know what I'm talking about? I S- Miller no no, no.
0: Uh, fucking what's it what is it is it? Is that
2: Jason Schwartzman no not Jason Schwartzman It's he's a, he's like a, fuck what's his name I saw them live and Dabotchka opened for them oh Dabotchka opened for oh, them oh, opened for, oh. yeah it was uh, the, the, the song purple something <laughs> like let's wear purple. Every, oh, let's everyone oh, wears purple. Oh, yeah, yeah you know Go Roberto, go go exactly. I saw that. Oh, so, like, we it's like that. wearing purple. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So wearing purple, exactly. So I'd like I'd seen that. Na, na, and na, 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 then, na. Yeah, and then like my current girlfriend is like obsessed with music, and it's really and it's gotten me into some really cool stuff. And so like, what's well, been
1: your favorite thing she's produced to? Oh,
2: oh, the oh hellos.
1: The oh hellos
2: was easily my favorite. Oh my god, we saw them at the uh, the House of Blues, and I. <laughs> I was so into it. I had the best time. That's it was awesome. such a fun night. Yeah. We were, like, right by the stage, too. Ooh. And they, they just got so into it. And I, that's...
0: You when a just band just it, yeah. When a band just gets really you know, into it, it's, it's just life-changing. It's funny. Yeah. I feel like House of Blues is, like, it's laid out horribly. Like, if you're in any of the balconies, you just can't see the band. No, yeah, you're right. But... I feel like I have seen multiple of my favorite shows there because they just like the space is so weird. It's decorated so oddly that I feel like it brings out a specific energy from the performance. Because we saw the K-pop rap group Epik High there. We uh, saw Caravan Palace.
1: Most importantly, I saw them twice though, like a year apart. One time with your family and one time with you. The (laughs) best
0: fucking show. Yeah. Like.
1: You were anyway. dancing in the fucking audience. You yeah, digress. Right, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, of the times you saw Guster, did you have like a favorite time you saw them? Or like...
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel, well, the, I feel like the Ganging Up on the Sun tour was fun because, you know, they weren't afraid to bring in the auxiliary musicians at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam was very confident with his trumpet playing, and... Uh, it was just... Great for Ruby Falls. Also, just because they had that extra album, and it really... Every time you see them, they, they aren't the kind of band that, like, throws out a lot of deep cuts. Yeah. Like, when you see Guster, you're probably gonna see the same... Yeah. Like, mm, 16 to 18 big songs. Totally. And then they'll throw in some of their favorites. Yeah. You know? And so... Because they had that extra album to work with. It was just like... Enthusiasm. It was such a great set list, honestly. And I I remember the crowd was great. I, I've pretty much exclusively seen them in Milwaukee. You know, like I saw them at the Rave a couple of times. Um, I saw them at the... Oh, I forget what it's called. The Space Downtown. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I don't have a specific... Favorite of the times I've seen them because they're just a really consistent live. Band. Apparently, their stage banter is something to marvel. At. Their stage banter is garbage, but <laughs> yeah. but they bring they bring a, a like a really great energy to all of their tracks live. You know, obviously live. Airports all, all live. bands all bands have a tendency to kick up the tempo a little bit. Oh yeah, and they definitely fall into that too. And they just have so many driving grooves that that just like really works you also them. said I
1: mean and yeah, I heard it too that come downstairs live version <sighs> of Guster on Ice was yeah you felt was oh superior. that's
0: yes let's talk about Guster on Ice for a minute because yeah. again they have um, the too album? many live albums yeah. what, the, um, what the fuck is Guster on Ice you guys keep talking about so Guster on is, Ice it's I'm a not... live album that, that are they all on ice in our house no I think it's just from Portland, Maine it was just a live set they did in Portland, Maine, but just, it was, it was their, like, live album that actually got a physical release. Why is it like, called
2: Portland on ice? Gust, on ice? I don't know. Guster on Ice. I don't know. Guster on Ice. Why not? <laughs> not,
0: ice, not ice. They, yeah, it yeah. was, uh, they didn't, like, do an ice show, it yeah. was just the it name of the screens. record. I
1: don't, I've seen the, uh, pictures of all of them, none of them look like they are. you you really
0: sure that it's not Port, uh, Guster like, on
1: ICE.
2: ice like, them doing, like, is this not, like, maybe, like, politically tough? I don't think it's that.
1: Wow, no.
2: Coop, wait. Did my joke just fall flat. I think, I, I think it did. a little bit. What, though, what? Yeah. you told a bad joke?
1: I think it, well, it fell flat and then it fell in two. So it was. <laughs> great, <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: okay, I'm gonna go. I gotta go. La- load a barrel of a
1: gun. Yeah, exactly. That was, this, this is all, like, B-plus material. Guys, when
0: you rank us on iTunes, three stars tops. Literally.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you right now. If we fourth star, okay, we, sorry, we know you didn't listen. listen. <laughs> all I was going to say is
0: if, is, if you are a fan of Guster and you haven't checked out live recordings, I would recommend looking up um, Fa-Fa, Airport Song, Come Downstairs and Say Hello, and Red Oyster Cult. Those are ones where, like, truly... The energy that they bring live really transforms those songs and takes them to the next level, especially "Airport Song," which is already phenomenal. But when you when you know that album came out in '97, then when you go fast forward to 2005, when they're putting out all this live work, they're so much more confident. Mm -hmm. They're so much tighter as a live act that it just like
1: there's there's a
0: whole. Different echelon that that song reaches, yeah, yes. absolutely. If you're a fan, like, Check make a point of checking out their they're, live. They're work. great. Yeah,
2: my my favorite Guster live is the Guster with the live uh, with the Redacted Symphony. It's mm-hmm. them playing with a full orchestra. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's insane. Especially the, I mean, they come downstairs and say, "Low." Two points for honesty. It, it's just. It's it's I mean obviously not on par with the originals, but it brings such a it's such a delight to see it expanded to such big, big. It's it's Mm -hmm. like seeing maybe like your favorite, like low budget film on an IMAX screen. You're like it doesn't
0: quite. Yeah,
2: I'm a film guy. Uh, it's, it, doesn't, it's, it
0: doesn't quite uh, yeah, need it. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. It doesn't need it, but it still is. is yeah. It's enjoyable perfect. to watch.
2: It's exactly what it is. It's, it doesn't need it, but to see it blown out to such extravagant like lengths, it's it's delightful. Especially with the, they riff and they just do all these wonderful things and just all the wonderful uh, moments and come downstairs to say hello. Especially towards the end of that song, you're like. This is just this is phenomenal. Yeah, it's yeah. so great. I, I I think I'm gonna
1: listen to it when I go. So I'm gonna throw out something very controversial out there. I just kind of want to see how it lands because Sarah and I had talked about it earlier. I mentioned it how like I feel like of all the bands that we've done on this podcast, the Whitney Houston's, the Beatles, the fucking Kendrick Lamar's, everything else like that. What are the nice. Beatles? Uh, they were a group. Uh, they are British. They're don't worry about it. Okay. But most importantly, though, uh, I feel like this. I talked about I don't mean it as like a negativeist. I just feel like of all the bands that we've done, this is like the least quality, the least polished band that we've done. Like, they're very much a college
0: rock band, I don't, to a degree. But I like, don't know yeah. if we should say the lowest quality, yes. but I will absolutely say they're Probably the least innovative mm-hmm. artist that we've done. Yeah, on this podcast. they are,
1: but they are so beloved. They are so absolutely beloved by the yeah. fans to an like incredible degree. Like yeah. more than Gaga, more than like somebody of the other artists. I don't that know was, about um, more. Well, at this point, maybe more than Gaga. Potentially, yes. But, yeah, but people who love Guster, they love Guster. Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, when, you, I, that's, I, well, when, when I heard... Coop, well, Coop had in his story, he did it earlier today, before he yeah. recorded this podcast, he did an Instagram post showing his Guster, like, playlist. And, yeah, yeah, I, was, just, I was, just
2: was showing that I was, you know, listening to Guster in, uh, in advance of this uh, podcast. Uh, podcast. Which, I, and actually, I mean, I've told people about it uh, as well. I remember I was listening to Guster, like, a week or two ago. And uh, Patrick Bowler, who uh, I sit next to at work, walked by and was what do you listen to? And I was like, well, Guster goes, oh my God, I used to love Guster. I should go listen to them right now. And then when I posted the uh, Instagram post today, immediately I got numerous uh, messages. From people go, oh my God, I love Guster. And like people from Boston especially yeah. love it. <laughs> but, but then also a lot of people who said, that, uh, my girlfriend's friend Katie messaged me and said, Thank you for reminding me that this band exists. Like, oh my god, I gotta go listen. Like, it's so funny that they're like an old friend band. Like, Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah.
0: you've maybe outgrown uh, them, but like, it's still there for
2: you, and, and they're still great. It's know?
0: funny, too, that you mentioned that, because you know how you can, like, follow your friends mm-hmm. on Spotify, yeah. so you see in the sidebar yeah. what they're listening to? So I was listening to All Augusta all the time. Oh, I saw. And then, um,. <laughs> Andrew Cole, who worked with us at Groupon, too, I saw that he had a couple Guster songs popping through, and I was like... "Eh, 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 I see you! you know like it's definitely it's it's funny how much um yeah white people really like this band yeah
1: <laughs> I um, mean let's call them you... what it is yeah <laughs> <I> can't say <laughs> you like that when I have a mouthful of alcohol yeah but the yeah other, okay but the other thing though which I thought was interesting because like the you know, like especially last night I just dove into the documentaries and the live sessions and one weird session in a bed where they're doing easy
0: machine and fucking oh, Brian yeah, that was naked weird. Brian yeah Brian was naked during yeah. this like live what? recording they did it was, yeah I I was—he sent it to me, and I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> I know,
1: I'm like, "Baby, I don't know what it is, but it's the happening. So just deal with it." <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the thing is, I the question, like, and it's
1: true, and I'm like, do you think Ryan resents the success of the band at all? Because, like, clearly this is a band that you know, it's his day job, it pays his bills, they tour a lot. But it's like weird how there's kind of like this like disconnect in terms of like they don't want to do Airport Song anymore, or, like they played it a lot, you know, and people, you know, they because there's ping pong sounds in the recording, they throw ping pong balls on stage at the end. Maybe they're sick of that. Maybe they got hit with a few too many ping pong balls. But it just feels like there's kind of this weird like we saw an audio tree session with them earlier in the day, and. They mentioned how uh like you know, like someone asked them about the taping community because that was a big thing, especially in the nineties. People would go out there, they would tape these concerts, you know, and uh like they just share recordings with each other. Very big cult fan type thing to do. Yeah. And they mentioned how they're not fish, you know, they're not a band that improvises
0: or changes their songs, right? And they night. and they don't like I mentioned, they don't mix up their scent list that much. Like they'll do a different order every night, yeah. but the songs will mostly it's, it's it'll be the same. same. Yeah.
1: And the thing is, and he talked about like someone asked them about the taping community is like whatever. What taping community? I don't think that's a thing like anymore. We used to and, be, but... yeah, uh, and, and it's just like it's, we're just boring. <laughs> They've not let us left us wanting in terms of live right. albums that are available to us.
0: That's free. the other thing too is that like you have so many official live acts. Of course, people stop bothering <laughs> to record every show. Yeah, is yeah like, ooh, like, this, you, this one. We, do you want them on ice, ice? Do you want, yeah. them, live yeah. do you yeah, want well, them live in Portland? It. Do you yeah, want well, them well, with a full band? Do you want them acoustic? Do we have live in Tulsa? Do you want them live in
1: Atlanta? Yeah, it's like what I mean. And it's also one of the things were like, but I felt like this thing, especially with Evermotion, with the idea that you're just like, we're gonna completely reinvent what the band is, you know, like, that was kind of the aim goal that they set in interviews going into it, which again, as we mentioned, same songwriters, you know, like, just different textures, it's not exactly different, but like, you know, it's just, like, the thing is, I feel like there's this thing where, like, they are so trapped by their college rock things that they've done, they're so trapped by the bongos and the fucking hand, you know, drums and everything else like that, I feel like they just kind of wants to move on beyond that, except the thing is that, like, what the band is loved for is like that peak era, is that fucking together forever, you know, like period in terms of like what is the building block of their career. Well, they like, said I said mean, together I, forever. Yeah. They need,
0: they need another breakup. I, really they, I, I know, like, yeah, they're you know, a band I, that's as best as when they like, have something to say. Unfortunately, they're like Elias Morrissey. As yeah. much as I, as I hate to say, it, I mean, uh, so many artists fall into this. They get married, they have kids, they're happy, and then suddenly their music isn't interesting anymore. Yeah. And it's unfortunate to say, but like, they get fat. That's you know like honestly, especially at this point where you're putting out an album every four or five years, which has been the cycle since Lost and Gone Forever, it's like you need something to revive. Yeah. You
2: need you need a muse. We should if you all if, email them and let them know that like life is finite, and that they're gonna die soon, and, and hopefully that will, <laughs> and that will stir something
1: up, and, and I'm like, they oh shit, and I hope they email us at the chartographers at gmail.com, that's what I profoundly hope so as well,
0: but the thing is that, like, I, I wouldn't mean, hate it, I know, really, give us tickets to your next show, yeah yes, please, three, please,
1: yeah, for your next album, trust me, we'll rank it good, question mark, question mark, but, um yeah, I don't know, it's just, like, interesting where it's, like, there was just kind of this disconnect there, and so, like, again, like, they have an eighth album coming out, is one of those things where it's, like,
0: Great. I mean, I'll listen to it. we yeah, all yeah, will. Yeah, I'll listen to it, but you know, I'm I'm
2: an eternal optimist. I I, I would love I would love a great album from Yester Again. Hey, yeah.
0: I'm like, if you if they give me another, like, gang up on the sun, I'll fucking take it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Even another like, Easy Wonderful. Yeah. I'll take that. Honestly, sir, the biggest sir, thing sir. is that, like,
1: it's not gonna be Lost on Forever 2. I know that. It's well, gonna be a different yeah. sound, but, like, the thing is that, like, that would they could be great, though. Oh, my God. Oh, could you imagine? Oh,
0: my God. Yeah, they, just go sound. back to your old fucking self. Be bitter as get shit. Get that same producer. Yeah, yeah. Steve Lillywhite. Break up with your girl. Everyone just, just get- right before they start, everyone gets punched in the dick, and then go! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
0: like, D- Dave
1: Coop is a very on-hands producer. Punching band members in the di- Hey Paul McCarty, I heard your last album. BAM! Right in the cock! I've always felt that everyone sings better and higher after a punch in the dick. Yeah, let me know
0: next time you need one of those. (laughs) I don't sing. I don't (laughs) sing.
1: But you need to act in the high voice. Anywho.
0: Do you you have any other
1: stories, any other things you want to say? No, I just, I love, Guster's been there for me. Like, I feel like
2: they're the most dependable band. Like, I, I feel like every, like, breakup or any, like, bad date or any sort of, any sort of, like, romantic or life uh, like anytime with, anything's been tumultuous mm-hmm. I vividly remember throwing the earbuds in fucking putting it on my iPad on my iPod or my iPhone and just going for long walks on the ocean uh like I said it's, lately I've, he I've been Jesus. in Chicago for 12 years so it's by the lake um and just listening to them and, and they're it's a, they're a great touchstone, and they've
1: always been a great touchstone. I, 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 yeah, I love them for that. I really do. I just, I love them so much. Well, I would say to the band, if you are listening, you do have fans here. You great. really do. And if you have anything to say to us. Thechartographers at gmail.com is the way to get a hold of us, or follow us on Twitter at the The Chartographers, or find us on Facebook. Whatever you need to do. Rate us on iTunes. Leave a kind Yeah. It, members of People Guster. Play. Me, members of Guster, please review us on iTunes. We would love to know what you think. <laughs> Give us your ranking on there, it'd be great. We will have a lot of things to say. And if you're Adam, review us like after the first album. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know here's the thing I don't care what kind of score you give us just give us two points for honesty that's really all I want Uh, but most importantly I'm glad we made uh, David Coop's Kid Dreams come true because I want to say David Coop David Coop thank you for being here Hey, I man, really, I'm just I a really one-man really man wrecking machine. Yeah, you basically are, and I appreciate that about you.
0: <laughs> Taren is so angry. He's so upset. That makes me so happy right now. That's no way to get to heaven, guys. Yeah. Oh, oh he did oh. it! Oh, Come he on! Made, he made, <laughs> Come on! Yeah, he made me so happy, friend. Uh,
1: yeah, right. Whoa, whoa, so, keep all it right, together, guys. All right. so most we'll importantly, uh, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it, you guys. In the meantime, keep on listening, because you know that will be... Have a good one and goodbye! I'm going to edit all this out so you can say whatever you want. Vagina farts, whatever. So, guys, listen. uh, Man. Elegant tits. Get out of here. (laughs) All
2: right, so. Wait, is Pelican Tits going to be on this podcast, or are you really going to edit it out? I think, isn't that your rap name, Pelican Mm, Tits? Pelican Tits. I think it's a good rap name. Yeah.
1: You know what, also, that's.
0: that's, not a phrase you should say, Mmm. before
1: it.
2: Pelican Tits.
1: (laughs) That's
2: called doubling down.